All right, man, we're going to get started. All right, welcome to another episode of the Five Mike Podcast. It's your boy, Rick. Y'all go introduce yourself. Um, well, this is um Johnny Watts, um, straight from um Alabama, but you know, in, in, in Georgia now, you know, teacher, educator, and all around um real thespian. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you got a sad card? <laughs> when, the, when the hell you became a thespian? Hey, whoa, calm down, okay? This is my life. This is my truth, okay? Hey, hey, let that man be what he want to be. Hey, exactly. hey, look, no, I, I'm just more so asking, like, well, damn, when did, when did Young Watts get his uh, sad card? Hey, 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 watch out, okay? Me and the other screen actors, you know, we do our thing. But either way, <laughs> real life thespian and humanitarian. And a humanitarian. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I can follow up with that. I mean, those you are some lofty things. Hey, just introduce yourself, homeboy. Uh, hey, I'm RL. Uh, it's kind of like how Brian Billy came out after uh, Ray Lewis did that dance and shit. Like, I'm just gonna walk briskly to the sidelines. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm RL. Uh, I'm a doctor. I'm not a thespian. <laughs> You're lost. <laughs> clearly, clearly. So. <laughs> Okay, my name is Donald J. Crenshaw, and I'm an and I am an uh, alumni of the prestigious Stillman College. You damn right, Lucy, Alabama. Okay, and uh, Stillman. Yeah, I'm repping for the I'm repping for the HBCUs. So that's okay. right. Stillman, stand up. Yeah, because I believe. Okay, I believe I can fly. That's that's a, <laughs> that that's also a shameless plug to get prime on the planes. Okay, I said it. POP. <laughs> P.O.P. <laughs> prime on the planes. I said it. You heard it here first, baby. You heard it here first. So, so I didn't know you was a, a, a booster for uh, I ain't learning well, something new with this whole hey, hey, man. Hey, those $5 checks going to add up. I mean, it, I can't say a lot. You know, I don't have a lot of pull, but those $5 checks going to add up. That's all I got. Hey, as, as the leader of the, the Northport division of the Arbor Fan Club, I mean, I, I think that, that stands for something. Yeah, man. Hey, 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 just, hey, just like those five dollar checks I be sending on um, Sally May. I'm telling you, boy, they're gonna stand for something. <laughs> One day they're gonna acknowledge that I've been giving them them five dollars. They're gonna leave me alone. One day, <laughs> man, Sally May gonna kidnap your ass for sending them damn five dollar checks. <laughs> the hell you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> hey, okay. hey, you know that- hey, tell her every little bit counts. That's right. Sometimes you just have to take care of the principal. Don't worry about the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> they the hey, hey, they gonna have that nigga Watts on the phone crying. Baby, they got me. Nah, oh, man. Hey, un- hey, unsecured debt, man. Whatever, man. They better get out my face. <laughs> unsecured, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm secure. I ain't had no security when I signed that dog on paperwork, man. They knew I couldn't pay them back, man. <laughs> they knew it. They knew it then. They knew it then. <laughs> but got them. They knew it, man. I feel like low key. That's really how it be when them fucking uh, fast performers be coming back. Like got them yeah. another one. And, man, and so why, many, why and, and so many other of us have gotten the same way, John. Don't feel bad. <laughs> they got all of them. 
Look, yeah. how how I'm gonna get how I'm gonna get y'all for how you gonna let me really hold like seven thousand dollars at a time, right? <laughs> and now I'm all out of like when I got out of doggone school and I had got a real job and I tried to get like a little payday loan or whatever, I had to sign my life away, you know. <laughs> I mean, like and, and, and y'all barely wanted to give me that. I had to get the payday loan because you wouldn't give me a regular bank loan. Okay. Like I had to get a payday loan because I couldn't get a bank loan for a thousand dollars, like and I was gonna get paid back and I had a job. Like, I don't get it. Hey, you you was you was borrowing money to pay back borrowing money, man. man. I don't know what I was doing, man. I just feel like I got like okay though. Sound like a great strategy to me. <laughs> I just think the government was hating. Hey man. The the government is hating. They always hate. <clears throat> That's true. All right, man. Let's let's go and get the thing started. Let's go, bro. So at the end of the last podcast, um Johnny wanted to talk more about uh the Brianna Taylor case because they found more info. Oh yeah. So, I'm, so John, I'm gonna go ahead and let you take take over with that. Yeah, well, you know, my whole thing with the Brown and Taylor case was that, you know, the more info that came out about how, you know, the, we, we all knew at the beginning that the no-not warrant stuff was bogus. And like they even had a report like back when it was happening in real time, you know, about how the no-not warrant stuff um you know it was a big debate about whether people should still be able to get no-knock warrants and things like that because of just how much ruckus and stuff it caused just on that end, you know, and even back then, I thought about that. I said, you know, it's wild for somebody to just be able to no-knock warrant you, break up in your, in your house pretty much, and then, you know, because my word as a civilian against your word as an officer, you know, it, it seems like their word's always going to be taken where I felt like the no-knock warrant stuff always lead to something like a death or something just crazy going down, you know, but what made her situation even worse was the whole fact that they had, they had evidence that you had a cop go around the side or whatever or I guess over by a window in the house or whatever, and just start shooting through the house and um, through the window or whatever, and didn't know. And I, I'm gonna say they're saying they didn't know they were like shooting at somebody, blah blah blah. But I'm like, man, it's the only way you can tell me she got hit in the hallway anyway, because the hallway was leading from the bedroom on out to, I guess, the main area where you're trying to figure out what's going on and who's breaking into your house. But you know, they said she got shot and hit in the hallway, and it made more sense she got hit in the hallway across from her room, right there with the door open. At you know what I mean? So yeah. it it was like that's just crazy to me. It's like it was just wrongdoing all the way around. Like um, I, I I don't know, and I think it just re it it, it gives you opportunity to go back and revisit the whole no knock warrant thing. Which again, I just don't think should even be allowed. You know, I think if you're gonna have a warrant, have a warrant. If you're gonna go get somebody, um, because they're a fugitive, go get them, whatever. But when you're just serving up warrants for regular citizens who don't have a criminal history and don't have a real reason, you don't have real rhyme or reason why you'll be serving a no-not warrant in the middle of the night type stuff, I just don't think there's a, a place for that, you know. And I think it, it becomes a dangerous situation for us every single time, you know. But that's just my two cents on all of it. Yeah. Well, I, I get what you're saying because they were saying before that her boyfriend was in there, he had a gun on him, and he drove a gun, and she was laying down in the bed. But even... Mm-hmm. But y'all coming in a hundred deep with vest on, shields and stuff. So what's one gun gonna do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. what I'm saying? So you just start spraying everybody that's in the way. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't make sense anyway. And then they yeah. tried to cover it up. And basically they got one lady taking the fall for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. And, and you know it was deeper than that. It had to be deeper than that. Somebody gotta fall on the sword, but like it, it like the whole thing stinks of just of just everything being wrong about it from from the beginning from just getting the warrant to just how everything was handled after the fact. It just seemed more like it was going to be more of an 
almost like an assassination to a degree. And then, you know, we, we have all the proper documentation to, to, I guess you could say, save us if anything goes left in terms of what happens. Anybody find out what the truth is, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's like she done fell on the sword for the whole, um, I don't know, department, but at least for that little group of people that went in and did what they did. Well, I mean, you knew that's kind of how that shit was about to shake out anyway, because I mean, it's kind of like what I said on the uh, the other podcast. I mean, at the end of the day, dog, like, even if, <clears throat> all right, we don't want this person to get away or whatever, whatever. Like, if y'all surround the house, y'all knock and, and just kind of say, look, we got the house surrounded. Just come on out. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what, 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 like, what do you gain by kicking in a person's door? Yeah. And... You know, like oh man, we, we if we didn't do that, we we wouldn't get you. I mean, you know, that's you right. Know, not even, and even if you worried about okay, they might get rid of some evidence. No, <laughs> y'all coming in that house is probably at the very minimum. Okay, maybe you gain something, but you've pretty much put together an airtight case way before then. Yeah, and, and it's not about getting evidence from the arrest. It's just about arresting them and bringing them in. And I just don't understand how a tactical unit full of people didn't <laughs> find a way to safely execute. Like, I mean, it, it don't take all that. Like, you do not have to come in guns blazing or anything like that. You could literally knock on the door and say, hey, this is the police. We have to around it. Can you come on out? And either they are, or they aren't. And I mean, if they not, then I mean, shit. Y'all know else to be? Like, look, we got all day, baby. So y'all can do it one of two ways. And, and then, okay, if they don't want to do that, then I can understand taking some more uh, uh, extra measures or whatever to get them out. But I don't like just, just kicking in the door and just, all right, it's the police. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If a person, especially if you're doing this at a random ass time at night, like a person's sleeping disoriented, they don't know who you are, or what you are, or what's going on, and so you looking to execute a person sooner than you are to safely arrest a person because there ain't no fucking way in the world you telling me that you going in somebody's house at three o'clock in the morning that you expect for them to just be laying down not discombobulated and, and possibly not have any kind of weapon thinking they're getting their house broken in. Like like I said, that is a execution. That is not a situation set up for a safe arrest of anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because like I said, they cause like I said, they was trying to make it seem like her boyfriend pulled out a gun on them, but it, if y'all are hunted deep with shields and bulletproof vests and all that, like... It, 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 it ain't, what's that one gun gonna do? Man, look, I'm gonna tell you, it, it it sounds like fear, man. Like a person would shoot a gun like that out of fear for that whole situation being just ridiculous. Like I was actually watching the other day, and I'm gonna shut my mouth at this guy. I know Sean spoke on it yet, but I was watching like yesterday, I think, um, the, the truth, the whole story about why like um, Fred Hampton was killed. And it, it's like just reminiscent pieces of that whole situation all over again. Like late night, like or early in the morning or whatever. Then all of a sudden, you got people walk up on your residence, and it's like they they come in there. And these were police officers, like they coming in there with a intention to do something else. Like you, this is like everything about it is off. You know what I mean? 
if I'm really a threat and you really had to come get me and it was legitimate, you can get me at a better time of day or whatever. And especially if I'm not a real flight risk, I'm not going nowhere. Like Ryan just said, the place I live in ain't no place where it's like I'm getting rid of no abundance of evidence. I probably can't even do it like that. Like you can come in here and just get me, you know, it can be like like you said, if you if y'all out there and you surround the residence and you telling me, Oh, come out to handle up all this thing, I know I can't go nowhere but front and back, right? Like th that's pretty much how these places are made. Like I can go out the back, go out the front. Like it's not a whole bunch for me to do. So it's a better way to handle all of this if it isn't indeed just an assassination attempt, or you trying to take a life, or you just know things gonna go left. Like it, it, because even with the Fred Hampton case, they fired like a hundred shots just in the bedroom or in the, to the bed that he's sleeping in, and a lot of that was after the fact. After um, I guess his fiance came out of there or whatever. Um, they killed a bunch of people that's already in there with him. Um, then, then I don't know. It's just an assassination attempt, man. Only one shot they found could have came from somebody that was in that room uh, when they killed Fred Hampton. It's like the same type of deal. You get one shot come out, man. Y'all ain't get one shot. And, oh man, he's trying to kill us, and everybody starts shooting crazy because that was the story they told everybody. Like with the Breonna Taylor situation, they said that the man shot, then they just thought they were trying. They were getting shot at, then they sprayed up everything, or they they had very, they had reason to shoot. And that ain't what happened, you know. And it don't even seem like that would happen. How y'all scared with all the tactical weaponry and everything else in the first <laughs> exactly. place? It don't make sense. But yeah, exactly. that's all. Go go ahead and say your piece, y'all. No, nah, man. I mean, I <clears throat> I agree totally with what uh with what Johnny's saying. I mean, I, I I looked at the Fred Hampton case too, and I mean, it's like just like Johnny said. I mean, the guy shot one time. That's because he was at the door and nobody answered the door. So when they breached the door, he shot because he was, you know, he was standing guard. You know what I'm saying? So he did what he was supposed to do. But, you know, all this undercover, like, trying to, you know, just try to – the narrative, man. The narrative just messed up, man. And, it, and it's been that way for years, man. I'm just fed up with it, to be honest with you, man. I mean, like, and just tell the truth, man. Like y'all said, it was only two people in that apartment with Breonna Teller. And you guys are like a SWAT team, okay? You train for stuff like this. Where's your training? I mean, where where did that go? You just left all that outside the door when you came in there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I, I mean, I just it's, there's no excuse for it, you know, as far as I as as far as I'm concerned. So I mean, I, I just I'm just fed up with it to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, that's the training show. They they did exactly what they training showed them to do. But, well, yeah, but if you, you want to look at that way, yeah. But I'm talking about the training that they show the public that they do. The training that yeah. they show the public that they do, they, you know, it should have been handled better. But now the undercover training, the training that you don't see behind closed doors, oh yeah, they they, they might have reacted the way that they were trained to react. Yeah, yeah. But you know, well, but you know, that's the thing though. If if you so shook, then you don't need to be in the police force. That part, yeah. Rick. That part. You know it's crazy that you said though, um, um, Saul. But the thing that's real, man, that stuck out to me about everything you said was just that narrative piece, man. Like these narratives getting written, man. That's all. That's happening to everybody in every phase. Whenever they want to, like, um, like just break somebody down or or, or or paint a picture so that people can either be defended or paint a picture so somebody can be villainized. You know what I mean? Like it's all yep. about these narratives, and these narratives halftime be more false than true. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just about making somebody seem away or making something seem away that's really not so that then we can then scapegoat stuff or put stuff off or sweep something under the rug or, you know, and, and it's ridiculous because when does the, just the truth come out, you know? 
Like, what's wrong with the truth, man? Why we just can't know the truth? Why we just, like, why it can't just be what you said? Oh, man, Joker's scary, man. He got that job, but he's scary now. And they go in there and do X, Y, Z. Or, hey, that person, they're just hateful, man. They got a way they feel, and they just got to happen to have this job. And they're using the job to to pretty much um to, to, to put out their beliefs, you know, in different ways or to defend their beliefs, you know. So uh, it's, just, it's crazy, man. The narrative stuff got to stop, though, because we, we all getting okie doke because we, we, we taking the narrative and we running with it a lot, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. You right. Um, you right. They they can make things seem how they want to make them seem. But that's also why um I feel like we got a lot of divide because people feel a certain way about certain things. And it's just like nobody, nobody really want to hear people's side they just kind of they just kind of listen to respond instead of listen to understand you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so, well we're, we're in a microwavable culture that's how it's gonna be yeah all right man we're, we're gonna move on all right so this quote-unquote fan dm'd um sorry <laughs> alvin camaro <laughs> called him the n-word and everything so camaro called him out on it and the dude was like Man, I ain't think you was gonna see it. I'm a fan, and <laughs> Camaro ended up showing the dude's football coach, and the dude ended up getting kicked off the team. And he was like, "He's not like that. He just, you know, basically he was saying he was just saying something because he didn't think Camaro was gonna see it." So I just, I just want y'all thoughts on that. Of all the things to say to a black man that you thought he wouldn't see, you thought, <laughs> <laughs> play, nice play, my nigga. How old is this guy? Uh, I think he was high school age, like yeah. like eighteen, seventeen, oh, okay. eighteen. Well, I that. give him I give him a pass. No, I do. Give us no pass. I understand that, but you got man. These kids are cut from a different. They they they. They they don't understand, man. They're clueless, man. <laughs> no, well, guess what? Life but, but has a funny thing, way though. of teaching people some very good lessons. And they're clueless, man. Black, white, no, all of them. But this is the thing, Sean. He knew he had messed up because when Camaro was like, um, he showed him. He's like, this is the school you play for? He was like, yeah. He was like, this your coach? He was like, yeah. He said, what if I showed your coach this? He was like, nah, don't do that. Don't show my coach that. Well, he knew then. Yeah, he knew then when Kamara called him on it. But when he did it, he didn't know. That's what I'm saying. No, like, no, he, no, 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 he knew, dog. He because he no. said he didn't think. He said he didn't think Kamara was gonna see it. Gonna see yeah, it. That's why he said it. He knew. <laughs> oh, you try to get that man to pass, and I'm not. Saying I'm just saying, man. Know. Listen, listen, bro. We've all had, and I'm gonna keep it 100. We've all had that white dude that hung with <laughs> us, and that white dude thought he was like us. No, <laughs> no, no. We, look, 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 I'm gonna tell you, I I had one, and this this is a true story. I had one like that in high school, but I had to tell him, man, he couldn't do that. Like I I really did, like my homeboy, and I'm not even gonna say his name. Cause I still deal with him now. He in career, but like I like I, I I had to know real talk. I had to tell him back in the day, cause like he he was like like he would do it around some other black people I knew. But then when he came around me, he was saying, I said, hey, man, because I just didn't like it. I ain't, I wasn't going for it. I said, hey, man, I said, look, I know you know us. I know you're not racist, dude. I know this. But I said, you can't say that, dog. I said, you just can't say it. I said, no way you can say it. I said, nah, because these folks start beating you behind, dog. I'm not right. going in there to help you. Like, I'm but not what, doing it all. What, but what age group is he? He's in our age group, right? You yeah, know, we, no. we people older than us say we kind of fell by the way. 
So you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's a it's a difference. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all ain't trying to listen, but I'm trying to tell y'all. Yeah, these kids are but Johnny, you teach, you know. No, no, I I do know, man. But look, my it's some stuff that they can't get past. For like in me teaching, I'm gonna tell you this: this a fact. In me teaching, right? I know it's some standards out there that set, and I don't care if they set by society, by the people that you always around or whatever. But it, it, I, I call I call a big fail on on the on the peer group now. And we sit around there, and let's say this is a white guy. We're saying that's a guy that grew up around black people that thought he could say it right. Man, that's a failure on the peer group because the peer group should check. If somebody that says, "You're right. no, man," it exactly. ain't that, ain't, that, that can't be. But this guy here, right? What if he's one of them guys that every Halloween set on cycle, there's some some white kid that want to put black face on, and and now all of a sudden they want to be the most racist thing it could be that they call black. Like I saw one this year where the the it's like a whole group of white kids, right? <laughs> And the white kids, <laughs> the white males, they were like these. Um, they were they were police officers, and the black and and, and the white. I think it was some white girls. It might have been a white girl, white male. They they dressed in blackface, but they got on prison uniforms. <laughs> I right. thought it was I thought it was ridiculous, right? But I was like, dang, it's funny because I can't believe we in two thousand twenty two and they still rocking like that. Like, I, I guess it's it's a conversation, but I, I I can get some of what you're saying. But well, when, how did how, how did age? Go ahead. No, no. How did he? How did he spell it? Oh, Come hey, on, you talking about is it nigga? A uh, nigga? <laughs> right, you know, right. You know how he spelled it. I think, I think he, he put the A. I don't think he put the hard. He put the hard E R. Yeah, he put I can't the ER. remember. I thought he did it with the A. Now, if he did the E R, if he did the E R, then I gotta ride with y'all. Cause yeah, and, but no. if he got, if he put the A on, there, I'm gonna give him a pass. If he put the E R. No. I can't give him no pass because if he put the A, me from the black delegation, I'm gonna let him slide. Okay, well, that's you. I can't let them slide because in today's society where damn near we can't even breathe funny without somebody telling you, you know, you, you doing something crazy or, or something along the lines, dog, there's no fucking way he's just that ignorant to the fact that you know you can't say yeah. that. Dog, like, ain't, yeah. ain't no fucking excuse. Dog, we so fucking extra now. Right. That, dog, you can't even get certain cartoons that we used to watch playing now. You yeah. say certain you, things. Hey, he a kid, he a kid, and he made a mistake, man. No, that's not no mistake. Making a mistake, and that dude was seventeen years old, oh, man. You don't, hold on, nah, hold on. I, I don't care. Hold I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna give okay, it to him. Okay, that's fine, but let me finish. Hey, but man. no, a mistake is, man. I really should do this homework, but fuck it. I, I just don't want to do it. It is what it is. A mistake is, I'm speeding, and I know I shouldn't speed. Calling a black man nigga and you not black, oh, you can't do that. Uh, and you so, know you can't do that. So and this, it's this, not like there's some <laughs> lesson or a thing that you need to learn. No, society has let you know. If society can tell you that, okay, if a woman says she's been assaulted, <clears throat> you believe her until any evidence is showing you not to. If society shows you that if a person is gay, you can't call them the F word. If society has shown you that you have to respect a person's opinion and, and not take it like some kind of crazy way just because of their background, dog, they know they can't say that. And it's like trying to get them a pass because they're 17. That motherfucker ain't going to say that to, to, to nobody black that he knows. He so, yeah, he said, but he said it behind closed doors. He said so, it on the internet. 
Yeah, so oh, that's, that's not what they do. They so know this, they shouldn't, but they do. Well, it you know, you there. got you got, but you got internet trolls. You got people that talk tough on the internet, but they ain't like that in real life, bro. You know that's that. Well, but I, he I learned. See, he but learned I, a I lesson. Kinda, but I kind of see. I kind of see where Shaw's coming from because in the younger generation, a lot like you'll see like mixed groups with like Asians, blacks, whites, whatever, and they they use the N word, but they use it as just slang. Like to them, it's just slang. It don't mean nothing well, to them. Well, well, but, well, let me take. But the dude who wrote that knew what he was saying because when Kamara called him out on it, he said, "Oh, I didn't think you were gonna see it." And when Kamara was like, "I'm gonna tell your coach," he was like, "Nah, man, don't do that." Hey, I'm gonna tell you something else he said too. That um, that so I gotta know about. He gotta be privy to when um, uh, when you say I don't care to use that word to school. The boy came back and said, "Nah, it's not in my vocabulary. I don't know why I said it here." Like the boy said this, and this is in the initial conversation. Exactly. So we're in the court of law, right? We're in the court of law. This boy does exactly. not get that pass that you're talking about. He can't get it because he done, he done, he done killed himself on the whole argument. You, you know, okay, well, you, kept... you just but see, you just presented more facts. You didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You know. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Wait, wait, wait. Even if that never got presented, clearly you know who the fuck Alvin Kamara is. So if you watch an NFL game, <laughs> don't they show messages saying? I promise that. you, Ryan. I promise you, that dude thought nobody would see that. I promise you, he thought he wasn't gonna see. Oh well, I believe you know that. Oh, you know no how much? Oh, yeah, no you know doubt. how much? You know how much mail or, or how much uh, people tweet this dude? Like, I mean, like. No, he, probably no he, was just gonna, he probably thought he was just going to fall in the number and nobody was going to ever no, know I about thought, it. I'm sure he had no doubt that wasn't nobody going to read that. Right. But my bigger point is that nigga knew. Stop giving shorts to niggas that knew. Niggas know. Because I guarantee you, he wasn't jumping in nobody's DM dropping the F word. Because uh, nobody that's gay. Yeah, no, he wasn't doing that now. He wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, he, he was, hey. motherfucker, new fuck him. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. Oh, 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 guys. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I ain't gonna say F the young man because he is a young boy, but I'm gonna tell you like this, though. No, no, real talk. Hey, real accountability. Talk, uh, uh, no, no, accountability a real thing, man. Like, I don't think I think any kid, any kid should be held accountable. Any person could be held accountable, especially if it's not gonna kill him. Like he get kicked off the team, so what? Like make a better decision next time. Life all about choices. That's what they tell the young <laughs> black males all the time that mess up, right? And they are yeah. getting charged as an adult for something. They ain't considered damn no kid at seventeen. Well, you yeah. go to jail, boy. Or the hell, they don't care. They send you straight there. Like <laughs> so, why, why, why are we so worried about? I'm not worried about what that kid got to go through. So what? Should shut his mouth. And again, if it's not in your vocabulary, you shouldn't have got online saying nothing. Like, you should just let it ride. I should say, hey, Mr. Kamara, oh, thank you. I'm a fan, Mr. Kamara. Like, something. But, like, it's a better way to tell me that you're a fan of me than to disrespect me then and try to backtrack on that. Man, stand on what you said. You said it. Like, just stand on top of it. Like, just be a man. I can at least respect you like that. Oh, Mr. Kamara, I've been trying to get off my football team for years anyway. So, it's okay. Just go ahead and tell my coaches. Like, exactly. oh, do something. But, like, yeah, like, no. Hope he's smart to pay a price. Huh? Hope you're smart enough to get into school on academics and not football. Hey, hey whether here or not, it's beyond it's beyond me. And I could care less and anybody that, that, that gives them a punishment <laughs> should care less. Because again, end of the day, man, we we it's it's a different world out here. And yeah, it might be different for them kids, but at the same time, it's still up to the grown folks who drop the ball, us. 40 years old and plus, like that, and we dropped the ball and raising these kids and showing them any type of anything. Because at the end of the day, who who's who's tasked with showing the next generation what's right versus what's wrong? It's the generation right before them, right? 
And if we right. ain't going to do it, then who going to teach them? The, oh, the TV, the internet, everything else. So it's like, who going to be, somebody got to be, be to blame. If we're not going to put the accountability on this kid, or if we're going to scale down his accountability, then hey, somebody got to take some blame. Somebody got to take it. So hey. I just think that us as grown folk, we got to be for real and be like, dang, you know, something's acceptable, something's just not. And if you have to suffer a consequence for what's not acceptable, it's okay as long as you're alive, right? You ain't die from it. Just learn from it because that's our mistake. So anyway, learn from your mistake and let's keep pushing. Hey, to reply to RL, obviously he wasn't good because they kicked him off the team. <laughs> yeah, if he was good, they would never get him off the team. Like That's right. The playoffs are coming up, boy. The playoffs. <laughs> so, yeah, so he had to worry about that football scholarship. Yeah, he wasn't coming nowhere. He, he was lying to his friends anyway, man. <laughs> All right, man. We're going to move on. <laughs> All right, so next thing, um, this, it was a San Antonio policeman named James Bernard. He he shot a kid in a McDonald's parking lot while he was eating his burger for no reason. Um, the kid is in um critical condition. Um, I need y'all thoughts on that. Well, I um I learned about well, I actually saw the video, man. Originally, I didn't even realize this is the same thing that you had brought up. So I um looked it up, right? So mm-hmm. I saw that original video when he was he was just harassing the kid, and it kind of just <laughs> he went on just he was just ready to shoot him at scene. But when I looked into it, right, this was a, a report that came out. Um, how when did this come out? This came out October thirty first, right? They said that um the night before this boy got shot by this same guy, the the boy that got shot evaded that same police officer the day before. Like, I guess he was trying to chase after him or something and wound up um, evading him or getting away from him. So the next time he seen him, the man the man that shot him. So now it's kind of like, did, did you shoot him because you were upset because he got away from your behind last time or what? But, I mean, that's my whole thing that I keep seeing from the police officers. Some of them, like, y'all, y'all, some of y'all harass some people, you know, harassing people, trying to get trouble situations to happen so then you can inflate so I guess your, your your authoritative muscle or something. I don't know what be going on, but it's just too much, man. It's just too much. And then this kid like a mixed kid, right? So I, I don't know if, if I don't know if it's an issue with like mixed breeds or half breeds or you know however they talk about <laughs> not real talk because there's so many weird things going on and, and the way people think that that's a real thing. That's a real another bias like a uh, prejudice type deal thing right there right like where oh i don't like that because um oh that means obviously somebody white had you with a person that's black and there shouldn't be any mixed races like we don't know that could be some of that going on too well, i, I mean, really don't it, know it could have been but i think the officer was hispanic though wasn't he yeah, um the officer he was i'm hispanic. looking at him right now he don't look like it i thought he was hispanic um the mug the mug shot they showed he looked like he was hispanic I don't know how you said he got these gray looking eyes. I don't know about Hispanic. Well, um, but I mean, just because he's Hispanic don't mean he can't be racist either, though. But well, sure don't because some Hispanics really don't like black people. Don't don't like their darker skinned cousins either. So it just depends I mean, on you know I mean, the it's dynamic. Like, like um, when I uh, <clears throat> like uh, in India, the North Side don't like the South Side because the North Side they're lighter skinned and they usually got more money, but they look yeah. at the South Side. As like poor and dirty because they darker. So, yeah, system also because yeah. uh, you know one of the no two of the teachers um at Stillman. One was the uh, micro teacher. The other one did cell biology. And the dude that did micro, like that nigga did not fuck with old girl that was the cell biology because <laughs> I guess she came from like a lower caste and like 
dog, like that nigga used to act like she not fucking exist. He really treated her like trash. Dog, yeah. like that shit was crazy. Man, this dude, this dude name is James Breenand. Like yeah. I don't know that I don't know that Hispanic about that. But um uh, yeah, hey, but you know too, like on that argument, uh, not that argument, that conversation we having, like you know, historically speaking, the reason that issue would ha- like persist between like the colorism with the colorism stuff, you know, with lighter versus darker was because you would have the the white person go in there and make the mulatto baby, like a lot of white men, you know. And then, like, automatically what they were doing, I think in some parts of Europe, they would use that mulatto to kind of do what, like, Herschel Walker doing in Georgia. Like, they want to use him to split the vote, you know. He looked like y'all, but he ain't finna do nothing for y'all, you know. He really yeah. cared white interests because daddy white, you know. So, yeah. it's like, it, 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 it was a lot of that going on. So, a lot of the colorism stuff come from the fact that, the, the I guess you could say the black people that weren't, um, didn't have any mixed blood or whatever, they were seeing that, and then over time, it was more like, a, can we trust that person, you know, or would they act like they're more, or that, like they're higher up than us, because those same, I guess you could say those same, a lot of people would become like, would get offices, you know, they, they, they'd be able to really hold a political office, some type of um, status, they'd be able to like, get those things that the darker races couldn't get, or the darker skinned people couldn't get, you know, when yeah. it became, a, when it became a, a race thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, cause remember, uh, remember back in the day, the brown paper bag test. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, so that that fed into it too. Uh, they can have that. <laughs> but, <laughs> nah, but yeah, nah, I said they can they can have that. I know I, I actually yeah, yeah. saved the documentary, man, an AKA documentary on Amazon Prime. Cause I want to watch that. It was like beginning of. I want to see if they even touch on the paper bag test, cause that's the first time I ever heard about it was in college. They say that's how they used to pick the AKAs out. Say the AKA couldn't be darker than a paper bag, boy. They couldn't even cross. They couldn't even be nah, online. They, they don't touch on it, Johnny. They don't. They don't? Okay, okay. So I'm yeah, going to get on my list. Because they used to, yeah. that's how, how um, parents used to chick, uh, pick their um, kids, like who they could date. <laughs> really? They, yeah, they would bring them to the house. They'll put the brown paper bag to their skin. And if they was hmm. darker than the, than the paper bag, they couldn't date them. Dude, that's horrible. That's a horrible history in your family to just know that even was a thing. And then some people probably didn't even come off that in no time. Like, so some people probably just came off of that. Or some people probably still own that. <laughs> some, some people probably are. That's weird, man. <laughs> but yeah. But they uh they do touch on the <laughs> they do throw shade at the deltas though. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that was that was in there. God, because because uh, based on that based on that uh, documentary, um, the Deltas were formed by girls who left the AKA chapter. Oh, gotcha. because they didn't like the colors. They wanted their uh, they wanted some different colors, and they didn't like the way the name was. They thought the name wasn't Greek enough, and so oh, they left the chapter and formed Delta Sigma Theta. Oh snap! Dang, so that's why in the chat, in the chat, when the AKAs are talking to the Deltas, they like you wanted to be an AKA or whatever. They, they, <laughs> it, it's true. Damn, oh, bro, so. I, I didn't, I didn't know they had beef like that, man. I didn't know either, but <laughs> and the thing is, my whole thing is why, why Greek enough? Like, ain't now one of y'all are truly Greek? So what's the point of I, I, being I, as Greek as you can be? I guess they were saying because it's the, the, like the way AKA. the name look. See, yeah. you know, with the Delta Sigma Theta, you got the triangle or whatever. Oh, you got all that. AKA, this, it, AKA. Yeah, it's just, that yeah. could be American alphabet. 
Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> nah. hey, I, I feel what you're saying, but it's the, my whole thing is still the adherence to some Greek symbolism. Like, what's the purpose for black folk to even be trying to be that Greek? So what? Like, I, I I'm just over. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, well, first of all, it, it's also I think some beef uh, with some of their people with the 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 starters of the founders, and that's also why separate too. But. Uh, I mean, as far as the Greek thing, I mean, shit, and they probably just decided to do the Greek thing because they just decided to do the Greek thing. How about the, the main thing is the core of it, which was hey, we're black people on PWI campuses and we got to stick together. Right. That's what it was <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Because yeah. all of the all of the Greek the Greek sororities on the PWIs weren't accepting them. Yeah, that's right. A, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they had to get their own thing. Yeah. Kind of, kind of like. Kind of like the Bloods and the Crips. Wow, <laughs> pretty much. Wow, no, the Bloods and the Crips. Originally, they wasn't game banging. They were just there to protect the neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah, the, that's right. That's right. From the that's outsiders. Right. Yeah, that's right. But then right. once, but then once drugs got involved and people started making money, that's when the violence started happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that and that was that, and that was nothing but some co-intel pro, some smart stuff. Hey, hey, hey! It's same stuff that go on now. Everything divide and conquer strategy. Once yeah. you think that y'all finna unify, I ain't gonna let y'all unify. We're gonna figure out a way to stop you from unifying. Hey, cause I know, so I know you've seen now with the whole um Fred Hampton thing, dude. What he was doing was dangerous. I see why they. I I don't like they killed him, but they absolutely assassinated that man because what he was doing was too dangerous. Because man, that man's gonna get every, he was giving everybody was gonna be together. The Puerto Ricans, yes. he was, the white, even the whites. Yep, dude. Because his whole mindset was on the fact that you know people they were using, and he said he had a statement. He said that people. He said we know racism and nothing but um the agenda, the agenda of the capitalism or something like that. Pretty much that they they use racism, capitalists use racism to keep the people divided, keep them conquered, and keep. They, their leg on everybody, you know what I mean? Because the, the the poor, the thing we said before too on the podcast, poor white folks. Now from Alabama, poor white folks ain't no better than than black folks where I'm from. But they think right. they are. They got an air of I'm better than you. But at the right. end of the day, the, the reality is we all struggling the same way. Same and what way. he understood all the way back then was that hey, we all struggling the same way. Let's get together because this is a. Uh, he said they realized that all them neighborhoods in Chicago or in the Chicago area. All of them came, had different like groups of people, like brown people, white people, like you said, black people, everything else, and like everybody was still dealing with the same struggle. And it all didn't it didn't stem from no racism. It stemmed from capitalists living in a capitalist society where a Joker think that just because they got all this money that um they should have it all. Like they're in, they want to stay entitled and remain entitled. So he was ahead of the game then. So when he put all the movement together, think about this. He was big on being like he was in front of cameras and stuff and. It was time they said that he don't, they don't think how that he knew how big he was, but he was a big, a big voice and everything. And then you talking about having that guy as a forefront guy, and then when they show y'all, you can't show me as being Black Panther and I got a million black folk, and you can't scare them up with saying that I'm just all about this black violence and all that. When all my people that are with me, like we a rainbow coalition, it's a bunch of like all of us in here. Like you can't scare nobody now no more. Now folk gotta listen. <clears throat> Said to make them white folks be over there with him. Like the white folks gonna listen. The the the, the Asian folks gonna listen. The black people that wasn't listening, they gonna listen. So that's yep. a scary joke now. They had to get rid of him now. Because yeah, yeah. so he was able to do the rich versus the poor. And that's yep. how he really convinced yep. a lot of people to be down with the movement because he was like, dog, this bigger than just being black. Exactly. Right. We're all getting subjugated here right. in Chicago and yeah. marginalized, and it's bigger than 
just the black people. And it's a numbers thing, too. Because if it's not just black folks who's coming here protesting and asking for better, now you just can't say, oh, well, you know, that's just them black folks from the West Side. Like, no. Uh Uh Them Latins, it's them white folks. It's everybody. It's have to do a lot better. Yep. Yeah, yep. Because um, because uh, um, remember, I think that's that's eventually what got um Malcolm X killed. Because before uh-huh. he was he was all about like just the black people, but then he started wanting everybody to work together, and then yep. they, they kind of turned on him. Dude, look look at look at MLK. Dude, like like Farrakhan said this about MLK. He said, start looking at all his speeches before he got killed. He said, everybody want to get stuck on that I have a dream. And people erroneously think that he got killed because he was doing stuff for black folks. So he marched around, did stuff all in the South, did stuff all these places and never got killed. He said, that man to get killed. Then he started speaking out against Vietnam and he there spoke you go. on there like you go. capitalism. He yep. spoke on capitalism too. That's, That's why he said the thing about he he felt he he feared that he had um integrate his people into a burning building because he realized that it wasn't really even about you know racism and this that and other like that stuff yeah we had to deal with Jim Crow and stuff in the south there were some elements there but everything really was about like capitalism and, and, and the fact that we gonna send these poor black folks over there to die you know even poor white people over there to die in a war you know that's gonna help keep feeding these, these, these rich people the rich folks will never send their kids over there to fight they'll never be involved in the actual violence that gotta happen but it's gonna help them secure the bag though still you know what I mean? So yeah. no, nah, man, no, nah, yeah. The people that always that see that, they always get taken out, man. They always get taken yeah. out, especially when their voice get too loud. Yeah. So speaking of which, this is this is what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Cancel culture. Oh yeah. And how much I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> so this this is my thing with the cancel culture. It's just like I feel like people got a right to say what they want to say do what they want to do. And people got a right to feel how they want to feel. But uh-huh. I feel like people just like, oh, I'm going to cancel this. I'm going to cancel that. Like, to me, if you're going to cancel it, just cancel. You ain't got to make no announcement. You ain't got to say nothing. Just do it. Yeah. Also, I don't like when people be like, oh, I'm going to cancel this. I'm going to cancel that. And then two weeks later, they on the same stuff they was on. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. And also, I don't like people cancel people because they said one of like they did one thing and it's like, oh, I'm canceling them forever. <laughs> if if it's right. like if it's just something like they said, if it didn't like kill nobody or nothing like that, like you know what I'm saying? It's kind of uh-huh. like with it's kind of like remember when um <clears throat> I can give you a couple examples. Remember when um H and M had that whole thing with the the monkey the, thing, the cutest yeah. little monkey in the yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it was yeah. t shirt, <laughs> yeah, and everybody and like people's like oh, I'm not going to H and M no more, but I yeah. walk by H and M, it's nothing but black people in there. That's all, hey, that's all, though. Like Atlanta, there will be nothing but black folks in H and M. Then when the uh, when um when Gucci had the whole little controversy with the <laughs> <laughs> with the thing, you know, I can respect Floyd Mayweather because he was like, I'm not canceling them, like, and I can respect mm-hmm. that. Because you got people like T.I. talking about, oh, we're going to cancel them for six months. What's cancel for six months going to do? It ain't like nothing. They can weather that storm, man. Y'all don't, they got enough black folk money in their pocket to, get, to weather that storm. They ain't going to be no problem. But that's what I'm saying. He's, he's talking about six months. Like, that. that's not that's not a, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a cancel. That's just, I'm going to put you on hold. No, they're right. not even worried about that. Like, honestly, not at all. people like Gucci and Louis Vuitton are not like, Oh shit, man! Because if niggas don't buy this, how will we buy? I <laughs> know, like, like they, 
they they gonna keep on marching. Exactly. Where, That's right. Where where they really get us is they make their money on the knockoff shit off of us. But yeah. um, I mean, as far as like the canceling, like dog, like the biggest thing for for a lot of people is is posturing, and the one place that you see it the most is on Twitter. Everybody yeah. always yeah. be fake outraged because. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly. the end thing to do. Like I watched, uh, it was like a million fucking tweets talking about. I can't believe Drake did that. I can't, <laughs> yeah, I been knew he was sassy. He all up in women. And like the sad thing about the whole thing is like niggas are doing all this posturing just so they can get likes, just so they yeah. can get clout. Yeah, it's clout. And, and just because it's the end thing to do, like. <laughs> Niggas is using platforms to springboard into something. Like, I remember this one uh, lady on there, she had made a TikTok, and she was out there just, oh, man, she she was going in saying how she felt. Exactly. And you check out her page, and it's like, oh, she a comedian. Oh, now it makes sense. Uh-huh. You, 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 you trying to gain more audience. Oh, that's that girl that 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 says something about her. Uh huh. She she funny anyway, and, and she just she just spitting that real like. And it's like, dog, like all this shit is just posturing because it's just become this end thing to do. And it's kind of like when you start having a conversation with uh with women sometimes, and you know, back when I was really out there uh, dating, and so. You know, you have a conversation with some women and then they start dropping buzzwords. You're like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, yeah, everything yeah. is not getting gas lit. Everything <laughs> is, is uh, uh, what else is it? Um, marginalizing you. I'm trying to think of some other buzzwords that they fucking use. Dehumanizing. Dehumanizing, um, mansplaining, and some other shit. <laughs> this shit is just buzzwords that they use like parsley to flavor the fucking dish. Not like <laughs> sprinkle on the dish just to make it seem more important. I'm sorry, not flavor. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like you can't even have a real fucking conversation because people are just so hell bent on trying to make something into something. And it's yeah. like, what are we talking about here? You, you know, I, you know, the one I hated the most was they was like. When um when Trayvon Martin got shot, they was like, "Oh, we gonna boycott Florida itself from Miami." Like, what did, what sense does that make? Because we stupid. Just like when they had that fucking <laughs> Trayvon Martin hoodie party down in Atlanta. Oh it man, yeah, it don't make sense. Just like when everybody took fucking pictures for their profile picture in a hoodie. You Why? ain't lying, boy. Boy, Why? you ain't never lied, no it don't boy. Make sense. I am Trayvon Martin. Why? Like why? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, why, it, why? That's why? what I'm saying. Like that's hey. to me. That stuff don't make sense. Like, like I feel like if you for something, if you are gonna do it, just do it. Like you don't yeah. have to make no announcement. You yeah. have to tell but nobody. That's not and you the don't. Way. And yeah. and you don't have to like, like if if I don't do something and y'all do it, I'm not gonna tell y'all. Hey, you shouldn't do that, or because I don't do it. It's like people free to do what they want to do, and you free to do what you want to do. But you don't have to put your beliefs on everybody else because you don't believe in something. Yes, you know they what I'm do. Saying? And they're going to force their point until you get bludgeoned and accept how they feel as like some fucking form of what's going on. Dog, like I said, it is so much posturing going on that it's just ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. people that literally are jumping on a wave 
just because they want to use that platform to make themselves into something entirely different. Hey, I'm 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 gonna tell you like this too, man. A lot of this stuff. I was looking at a video the other day where I came up on this guy. Right, this is the guy that the Jew, like the like the Hitler or whatever, like in, in all that camp, um, gives credit to like um helping them come up with the whole propaganda smear campaign for they did pull off the Holocaust or whatever. But a dude named Edward Bernays, man, um, in, in America, like he was the father. They they make it. They say he's the father of propaganda. But truthfully, what he was doing was the same stuff that's still in play today in terms of what we were talking about earlier, perception. You know, perception is king, you know. And like putting out images, you know, putting out stuff that people can believe that X, Y, Z. But we we all just seduce, man. Right now, it's just like it, we living in the metaverse already. Like it's a whole reality that don't really exist that people think does exist online. And that's what people are trying to feed into. And like you said, that's why again the social currency is so big. You know, that's why everybody want to make something out of themselves, but they think the way to make it is online and put, putting out fictitious stuff. They don't even believe. People don't even know what they believe no more because of the stuff <laughs> they fed into. That's like true. real talk, <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't know. But this that's dude true. said that. Yeah. They even memes. Hey, hey. Yes. But look, this is what this dude said, though. This one, his quotes, he said, it is important that any effort to influence or affect the American public that is not the public interest be killed by the light of pitiless pu publicity and analysis. You know what I mean? Like, just pitiless publicity. Just put stuff out there. Put the memes out there, man. Put it out there. Put that stuff about Drake out there. Put that stuff about Kanye out there. Put that stuff about um Kyrie out there. That stuff, they don't even matter, man, in real life, in terms of everybody's day-to-day. -day. But everybody got an opinion. Everybody piling on because of a couple of things got said or because somebody said something. And my whole thing was, how long did the story about um about um your boy run, about Brett Favre run, how long did any real... Like um, I guess you say it, it never this game for Joe Biden run when everybody when he's telling folk that you black versus you ain't black it never because ran. you don't want to vote for him. Yeah, yeah, it's like it go ahead. Ran. Yeah, of course not because they, like it's, it's it's not sexy. You know, it's not. And I ain't gonna say it's not sexy. It it doesn't it doesn't portray what what people want to get portrayed. You know, and, and again, it go back to what we keep talking about all the time, them higher up people, you know, when stuff want to get squashed out, it's going to get squashed out. When you can put something out there to make a, a group of people or a subgroup of people seem crazy, then you're going to do that. If you want to put something out there to make an individual seem crazy, you're going to do that. If you want to put something out there to drive, like, the, just the thought process of a group of people, and that's a, and that's why I feel like we just, like, rat, we're in a rat race. Like, we're a bunch of hamsters just running on a wheel, man, like and, like, and we don't have our own original thoughts. That's why I stay offline a lot of time. I ain't going to lie. I get on there, check on people I know, see little stuff, and now I find myself smirking when I do see each day what they're trying to push off as the most important topic of the day. But you can see it, like, plain and clear if you step back away from all of it. Yeah. Well, a lot of times, also, people don't really do their own research. They just see clips and see and hear yeah. things other people say, and then they just roll with that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, uh, so, what you gotta, what you gotta say? Well, I mean, it's simple. Uh, you know, I think that uh, as far as this cancel culture goes, if if you're gonna cancel, if you're gonna cancel somebody, let's just go from where it started. Let's just cancel the whole constitution because it, it doesn't matter. I mean, if, if you don't have freedom of speech and all that stuff that you're supposed to have, cancel the constitution. I mean, what what are we having for? Let's just start our own thing. Let's just let's just let's just draft a new contract for the people. Hey, I feel you because like. Everybody always want to scream freedom of speech until somebody say something to them that they don't like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. All right. Man. It, that's true. All right, man. We, we're gonna move on.
So, uh, uh, so DeSantos, the the governor of Florida, <laughs> uh. he said he doesn't want the schools teaching and saying that America was built on stolen land. <laughs> what's, that? What, what's y'all thoughts on that? I mean, of course. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> why, would, why would he ever teach that? Why would he ever want that explained in the school? <laughs> no, my whole thing is like, if, like, I guess people don't know what native means. You know what I'm saying? Because. The American Indians, they're Native Americans for a reason. And then people still be like, oh, we want the Native Americans gone. But, like, this is their land. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, where they going to go if, if they leave here? You know what I'm saying? Look, man, look, no. The whole thing is, man, they just want to hide history, man, hide facts. And um, his whole thing is you got to think about who he serves, man. It's not really even about DeSantis. He's been just doing wild stuff, but all his stuff is, all, is truly about him making sure that he, he's giving back the way he needs to to the people that got him elected, the people that he feel like got him elected, you know? So he just, he just serving a purpose, man. He don't... I don't know what DeSantis truly believes at any at any turn. I don't know nothing. I know that he's not he's not willing... He's willing to not go against the grain of those people that got him in. That's what he. That's what he be on. So like with that whole thing, you gotta think about it. Some of his people are what's so, um critical race deniers. You know, are people that don't want to see no critical race, and really, in other words, don't want to see no true history ever taught. So he's got to defend that whole patriotic thing where it's like, oh, we came over here, we're the winners, you know, like we're the winners. <laughs> Not that we came over here killing everything, just trying to have it and trying to suck up every resource. Same thing they're still doing right now, even in the Congo, taking all that cobalt and all that. Like, it's the same stuff. It's, it's like over and over. Everywhere they can go and, and get their hands on a piece of good land and get the resources and drain that land of all the resources, they're, they're going to do that. So it's like, they don't want to talk about that part. They're just the winners of the story that they want to tell. And that's all they want. That's what the patriots believe, and the people that vote Republican believe in. Are oh, we won? Like fair and square, man. Y'all wasn't ready. Shouldn't have had those arrows. Like that's what they be on. <laughs> so I mean, I get what he's doing, but you know, I don't really have an opinion about it because I know what he already on. It's a political thing, and, I, and politicians, but they gonna they gonna tell whatever they gotta tell, say whatever that's they true. gotta say to keep people voting like they way. It's gonna be what and, it's gonna be. And that's why I always say. I don't understand why people fight about politics because at the end of the day, the politicians are always going to do what's best for them. They're right. going to do what's best for the people. So it's best for the people to stick together. <laughs> yep. Yep. Hey, they, they done a good job in making people think there's some divide when the real divide is. How do you keep signing up for somebody to keep being in a position of power and they keep voting against your interests? And then mm -hmm. people out there that are saying stupid stuff like, Oh, that's what the liberal media is telling. I'm like, well, why is it that you think the the, the liberals are, are against what you believe in when the people that you stand behind aren't even behind you either? Oh, let me guess, they can't get it done because the liberals keep stopping them from making things happen. It's like, oh, <laughs> one big game where everybody's kowtowed to the money that yeah, them. any decisions that they make have nothing to do with you or your benefit so but don't some way you jumping on the internet saying that oh man this side is really screwing up when it's like dog both sides secretly probably work together hey i think so man. i think so too i think yeah. so 
I mean, I'm they have their they have their allegiances and shit like that, and that's only because mm-hmm. that's the money that backs them. But yep. at the end of the day, they goal is for everybody to get paid. So it's like, ah yeah. oh, man, it's it's like that Wiley Coyote cartoon that one time when the sheepdog was checking out and had his little punch card, and the coyote was checking out and he had his punch card for for his day at work. And he's like, same time tomorrow, Hal. Yep, I'll see you tomorrow. It's like yeah, <laughs> they both clock in to go to their separate areas. Like, hey, Poli- politicians they, of WWE. That's right. They just playing the role, man. Man, they they be on TV like they against each other, but then behind closed doors, they out they all sit together, eat together. Oh yeah, whatever. Hey, they you literally see they literally work with each other to get yeah bills passed. Exactly. Hey, John, I really need you on this because uh-huh. this is gonna net us. X, Y, and Z. Matter of fact, right. come on in. I'll give you this these points or percentage. And guess what? On the back end, when I need a favor, yeah, you'll you'll look out for me. You got it, hey. Mark. Hey, but that's that's the that's the name of the game, though. Like politics to me has always been like it's, it's a favor for a favor, man. Ain't nobody. I, I really don't think. I think the days of people doing the right thing in terms of the the, the populace in which they represent. Uh, for the sake of politics, you know, I don't think that I don't think I think those days are long gone. You know what I mean? I think that might have been a thing back in the day when everybody was trying to get some real representation, you know, and wanted somebody to represent them. But as soon as it's just like everything else, um, we talked about the gang culture and everything else that the original gang culture, the original uh, organizational cultures, you know, that, that existed, they all came about from a very pure place. But once you get that money in there, like they, <laughs> that corruptive device in there, man, like it always happens, you know, it just yeah, never it, fails. You yeah, right. And the, the same things with the politics, you know, unfortunately, it's just what Dr. Claude Anderson said, man. He said that black folk better stop doggone living this la la land and understand that you got to get these, um, th- these main things taken care of if you're talking about having like real unity and having a real. A community, like, and not even community, but having a real, like, the blacks in America really like they, they like a fatherless child, you know. Like us in America, we like fatherless child. We can't really chase nothing back to nothing. The true African that come up here, the real African American that come up here to America from Africa, he can trace back his lineage. He know everything. But we fatherless children. So like we, if we're gonna come together and create anything for ourselves, like the old Tulsas and everything else, then we got to realize that we got to have like we got to go and put our money into the po- politic game too, because it is a game. Understand it's a game, and then put your money into it. So then, now they gotta do what you need them to do because now you put money into the uh, into the, these politicians, and now you you part of that that group of people that done got them into those offices. And now I gotta do for them. The thing about what's going on right now with transgenders and everything else in the LGBTQ community that ain't happening because people they sign one law and say you can get married, and now we let's be nice. And, and no, that's not what that is. Them folks got money behind them. Them folks are community like. We talked about one time how black folks um, associate more with being gay than being black. Well, can you blame them? The, 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 the LGBTQ community can get stuff done. They put money in, into different politicians. They're getting folks to write um, hate bills like for people that do things to gay folks and everything else. Like they got it so bad now where you can, they almost like the Jewish community where, um, where I ain't gonna say Jewish, Jewish community, but it's almost like right now what's going on where if we, if you say anything against a person that might happen to be Jewish, but then they might have really did this thing over here where it might be looked at like, damn, you, you are um, anti-Semitic or whatever, and it really ain't even that. It's like I'm telling you a truth. It's tied to this person, so now you, uh, you think it's that, but now same thing with LGBTQ, like that community, that's a strong community right there. Now that community right there gets you bammed up. So it, it's like 
if we don't get to a place where we realize that our money got to go in too, so we can be considered like that, because this America, America is a capitalist nation and society. There's no way you anybody if you ain't got no money. So the community, with all that money they spending, they say we spend all that money on Jordans and everything else. Man, we better pull some of that money to the side and put it into something so that we can be considered as having some power. Because well, the power over here in America is the money. It's, it's like you said, when money becomes involved, that's when everything divides. Because, I mean, even on a even on a smaller scale, like, you, you hear all the time about, like, how different groups and stuff break up because the money wasn't right. Or that's right. somebody got more money than this person. Or somebody... Or you got like just groups of friends. One person get money, and then he, you know, he, he had like he he too good for the rest of the group now. You That's know right. I mean? That's right. So I mean, dog. But, I mean, but right. to be perfectly honest, like we haven't really seen a situation where one black person held so much power to unify us, except for some of the people that are dead and gone. And you think about okay, what's the when's the one time we honestly came together? Well, that was when some people who are LBGT and feminists mm-hmm. came, started a group, made mm-hmm. money, and didn't really even do anything with the money. And so, you know, it's funny like we don't talk about this like we all just kind of like let it slide, and nobody's really pissed off about that. And yeah. I think that's just kind of apropos to why we can't ever gain power. We don't have, like, you would think all the things that we see and all the things that, that subjugate us would allow us to finally have that one thing that just unifies us all, no matter what walk of life, no matter how you view things, would would just make it like, okay, we're unified, but we don't. Just like, okay, you watch the Latin community in Miami come together and they run Miami now. You watch uh-huh. the LB, LGBTQ community come together and they got laws passed. Uh-huh. Now that was done by, by some white men, but now you got black people who will disregard their blackness for mm-hmm. the And it's like, that's wild to me because it's like, dude, ain't killing us in the streets because who you decide to sleep with they killing us in the streets because of your color and it's like how do you how do you align with your sexuality before your color and your because because your sex because your sexuality can get something done if if you did get killed in the street before the dog gonna be in a black person could i was about to take it there too okay more ironic about that is if you get killed in the streets like a dog and you're gay, oh, that'll set the fucking city ablaze. But if you just regular, regular straight, oh, you're just another black person that got killed. There yeah. are no laws in place to deter anybody. And yet, we keep ending up with these tragic situations and nothing changes. And like, that's what's made me so mad about the. the the Kyrie and the Kanye situation, like, I know we're not talking about that. I'm not even going to get into that. That's a whole other discussion. But what makes me upset is you watched a network come together, turn off two people's water, and force them to apologize and change their ways. And yet and still, 
we keep doing the same cycle every time one of us gets killed. We bring the preachers out. We crying and moaning and singing in T-shirts. Nobody mm-hmm. get paid. It goes away. A few same months thing happens. Same thing happens. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. But you you right. We we gotta we gotta figure out a way to get the laws and stuff changed because even even um you know the Jeffrey Dahmer thing was was a hot topic for a while. But he he was able to kill people because he was gay, and the police didn't want nothing to do with. Gayness, <laughs> so they just they just let them run them up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm well, saying? And well, that's yeah. basically and that's basically what we're going through right now. Like it's just like, oh well, they're black, so you yeah, know, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like it's like I said, it's not a defense there. You know, there's no defense there. there there's no like not only were they black, they were poor and black. They were poor and black and yeah, gay, that's true. So. Had That's strike true. after strike after strike against That's them, true. and they weren't getting no type of um, <laughs> no type of um help or assistance in terms of like dealing with somebody that was out there just on the prowl, you know. Um, but but like I say, that's why I say that again. We got to get to a point where we we're able to pool our resources so that we can, you know, just for lack of a better word, just buy our politicians. I mean, end of the day, it's the only way you're gonna get something done because right now, until the system changes or if it never changes. Then you stuck within it, and while you in it, man, you better learn how to maneuver and and operate within it. You know what I mean? And that don't mean you got to give up your power. When we have a power base ourselves, then we won't have to bow down to nobody. When you get all the LeBrons of the world to actually come in and 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 be about something in terms of dedicating some of this money that y'all done got into creating your own on a real level, and then having your own, and then like I say, paying politicians and doing things for the sake of the community, then it's stuff will change for the community but until you can get to a place where everybody else ain't got to because that, that's what that's what i'm just convinced of the the the, the lgbtq community is like man effort man we y'all not ever gonna show no real love but we're gonna get together and that's one thing i saw they, they clicked tight now they hung tight they were like man we're gonna we're gonna all get together pull our resources and we're gonna start doing these things so we can get people to look out for us you know because no matter how much these people say here and lie like behind closed doors, some of them have been messing with men and women, whatever. Like, but they won't say it. Some of them married messing with men and women, you know, of the same sex or whatever. But and they're in they're in the political game, but they gotta play that political game. But once that money starts talking, boy, that money talk loud in everything and everybody. It talk loud in racism. Yeah. Man, yeah. speaking well, so speaking of the system. <laughs> so Judge Clarence Thomas, y'all know who that is, right? No, we don't know. Okay. Well, for the people out there who don't know, Judge Clarence Thomas is like, he's like one of the high appointed judges. And he's a black guy. But he really doesn't. I hate to say that too. Oh my God, I hate to say that. But he really doesn't do do anything for us. No, he doesn't. And so he was, um, he was saying that he had no idea what diversity means when he was taking over that uh, college admission scandal case. Mm. So, I just want y'all thoughts on that. Because he basically was saying, like, he doesn't know what diversity means. He was like, well, what does that mean as far as diversity mm. goes? He know good and damn well what diversity is. Right. Right. On that. right. 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 Those people that think, oh, I worked hard, so that's how pull I myself up, Pull myself up by my bootstrap. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He's one of those people that think he was able to pull himself up, and he doesn't realize that 
dog, like you you took advantage of some things and some things broke your way. Yes, you worked hard, but it it, it hurts even more when you have a black person that uses that kind of language and acts oblivious to that because to say he doesn't know what that means, it's like the ultimate slap in the face. In the face, exactly, exactly, exactly. Because like, you know good and damn well what that's about. And you know there are plenty of opportunities we just don't get because of our race. But like I said, he's one of them people that likes to pretend they're self-made and everything they got in life came because he worked really hard, ate his vegetables, and drank his milk. <laughs> And, and that's why he is what he is because <laughs> that's what he did. Like, yeah, and, and put it, and put it, and put it. That, he was studying. It's like, no, dog, that's not how that fucking works. And he put his dick on a coke can and gave it to Anita Hill. Still <laughs> did now. That was pretty diverse. That was pretty diverse now. <laughs> Shoot, that Whoa. was crazy. Well, I, I ain't know about that. No, you don't remember that, man? Yeah, man, you don't remember that, Rick? Hey, oh, hey, he no. almost did. Then he almost didn't even make it to the Supreme Court because of right. that, right? Right. Oh, right. right. Dang. Man, them dudes, they shut it. down TJIL right. for like a week, man. I yeah. mean, like two weeks behind that crowd. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Hey, yep. man, he, he wild, dog. Hey, he, let called me it, why he, he called it Long Dong Silver, is what he called it. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Let me tell you something wild about his whole stance though with diversity thing though. They were talking about like because the whole thing was about North Carolina, right? Like they were talking about the admission process, and he was trying to try to be just pretty much just a jerk. Oh, I'd like for you to explain to me what diversity means. Like, what does it mean in this context? Let's get a definition for diversity. But the thing was like because he tried to argue his affirmative action. They said this this joker right here grew up amid the stark segregation and racism of Georgia in the 50s and 60s, but would again be admitted into Yale Law School due to their affirmative action policy, which began in 1971. So this fool went to school off affirmative action, but now you done got up there, and now you, like you, like you said, you told us that you pulled yourself up by your bootstrap. Like, we couldn't look it back and find out that you went and got an affirmative action. You're an affirmative action hire. Like, come on, dog. Oh, he, he got that because it's really good grades. Man, please. His <laughs> academic prowess and all the clubs he was a part of. Negative. Oh, hell has no choice. <laughs> what? Nah, nah. Really, he was That's the best fucking candidate. Man, please. Man, please. <laughs> hey, look. When they put him on Supreme Court, they wanted to diversify. That's what that was about. And they knew that they had to write off Uncle Tom to do it. Just come in and shut your mouth and just do what we need you to do. No, he, no, he actually, actually, Thurgood Marshall was before him. I, I I know, but to keep it looking like a diverse group, think about. Oh, I got, you, I got you. I got yeah. you. <laughs> think, think about what we talk. Think about what we talk about all the time, right? I got to put this person in there that's gonna really be doing my bidding, but he looked like you. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah Thurgood Marshall leave. He wasn't doing like bidding of other people. He was a good dude from every, everything I done heard about him. Like that was for real about law and for real about doing what's right by people. Then I get him out of there and now I just keep another black face in there, but this black face going to do our bidding. But you know, what can you say? Uh, we can't say we ain't got a black person in there. It's just Cut. like when one black person make a little money. Oh, we, oh, it can't be. What you mean? It's a racism that black people can't make it, man. Look at LeBron. It's, it's kind of <laughs> kinda like Ben Carson. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Ben Carson. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. Hey, wait, nope. 
he got that because he worked really, really hard. Nigga, here you go. He they said Ben. They said Ben didn't even do them surgeries. But you, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. They said Ben didn't do them surgeries, man. Please, not one. You, you want to know they, something? They, that they did say that. They said know? not one. Wow, I I never heard that. <laughs> dude, it, it, was, it was an African that did those surgeries. This was an African dude that yeah. was in there, and he was doing them surgeries for real. <laughs> and, and Ben was just looking over. That's yeah. it. Ben over there yeah. taking all the credit. Sound about right. Like a true nigga taking somebody else. <laughs> That's it. Hey, uh, hey, he was a, he was an American black. Uh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> Honey Jones. Hit it dead on the head when he was talking about the Washington um, football team, and basically he was saying like, "Okay, who's the owner? What's his damn name?" Dan Snyder. Yeah, Snyder. Snyder mm-hmm. put that one guy, that one black guy, in charge of the uh, football operations or something like that. Yeah, like some high standing, uh, high standing uh, name. But he was like, you know, the thing that you got to realize, and I think a lot of black folks do realize this, but not at the same time, a black person in upper management, they did not get there by being for the people. And no. and, and, and I'm not even trying to say, like, they going out their way to, to screw over black people, but mm-hmm. they not lending out any hands or no, no. shots. Like, shit, they got to where they got by being very cold, very calculated, uh-huh. All about the bottom line, not for the uh-huh. people. And so that's the same situation when they put Clarence on the on the Supreme Court because it was like, dude, like he didn't get here because he was a man of the people and he cares about <laughs> the people. He got in there because he was very cold, he was very calculated, and he knew how to play the fucking game. And that even remotely means he's down for the people. Clarence said hey. he is the people. Hey man, <laughs> hey, look how, how how else do you make it? Like like Shaw pointed out about his whole issue when he first was trying to get into the Supreme Court. Like how do you even make it past that as a black man if you ain't absolutely propped up and, and supported by people right. that know you're gonna come in there and be that type of guy? Right. Like you right. don't even make it, dude. You don't even no. make it. You make it nowhere near the Supreme right. Court, no black man. This man had solid. a whole scandal. A yeah. nationwide scandal. <laughs> and still made it to the Supreme still Court. Made Dude. Yes. That doesn't happen. That don't happen nowhere in this in this country. That's crazy. You you can miss me, man. He oh he I mean Clarence is such a guy, man, that we gotta have him. Like we've got to have him. He went to Yale. He's the only person to ever go to Yale. Like, so we have to have him. <laughs> no, nah, man, go on, man. I don't man, believe I, you know what? I forgot all about that scandal, man. Yes, man. That was, that that's was huge. ridiculous, man. He wilding. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He wilding, man. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so we about to go ahead and wrap this thing up. But before we do, I want to send a shout out to Alina Wicker. She's the um, 13-year-old black girl who got accepted to the medical school. So she's the youngest uh, black indeed. person never get accepted to medical school. Uh, Congratulations, easy. Queen. Congratulations. Congratulations. So I got to send her a shout out. Um, y'all got any shout outs, any plugs? Y'all wanna y'all wanna send out? As always, listen to the LOIC podcast when we do record. Uh <laughs> we might try to do something this week. Uh I might have to ask somebody to be a special guest. We'll see. Uh but yeah, always tune in, listen, follow the gram. 
uh, let let them know where they can um download and stream you from. Uh, from all platforms, man. You know, Apple, Spotify, uh, Podmatic, I think, uh, Anchor, probably some other places too. But, you know, holla at your boy. Hey, just put it this way: anywhere y'all listen to us on the five mic, y'all can listen to the L I O C. L O I C. L O I C. So yes, 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 you can. So when y'all get done listening to us, listen to him. That's true. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to uh Carnell Cadillac Williams, if I could. Um, you know, <laughs> the interim head coach for the Auburn Tigers, first black coach. So I want to give him a shout out, man. Keep doing what you're doing, baby. I'm rocking with you. Who are you? <laughs> hey uh, man, hey, we also got a shout out to your son because they team won the championship. Sounds yeah, good, I want to man. shout out my seven-year-old son, man, Donald Jace Crenshaw, man. Won his championship. One of the hardest hitting defensive ends in the city, baby. So okay, okay. Him, baby. Man, big congratulations. Go ahead with your bad son, little little pimp C. Right, <laughs> shout shout out to him. Johnny. Um, yeah, myself, man, I don't really have nobody to shout out, man. Um, uh, other than my, my beautiful wife, you know, um, uh, you know, just for being there, you know, having my back, supporting me always, you know, and and we got a little girl in the way, man. She'll be here very, 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 very soon. Probably by the time we do our next podcast, she'll be in the background crying, you know. Yeah, um, that's what's up. That's what's up. Congrats, yeah, man. Man, I appreciate that, guys, man. But as always, like I always tell y'all, man, more than anything, I support me, find me. So just make sure that y'all log in to my Log into my own platforms. I'm on none of them, but either way, <laughs> I'll be here every single time. Trying to put in that work, getting them brownie points too. Man, look, no, not really. You know, look, look, look. My wife be checking it out every now and then, but you know, she let me do my little thing, whatever. But she does. She's big. You know, she's big time, man. She, she, she's my big dog. That's my OG. That's what's up, man. Hey, you. that's what's up, man. Hey, shout, shout out to the guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Drunk in the yes, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, ENT. sir. We all we got. We all we got. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the, by the, and, um, bir- birthday shout out to Mike because, uh, okay. by the time this release, it'll be his birthday. That's okay, true. then. Happy yes, birthday, sir. Mike. Birthday, young Bizzle. Yes, sir. Happy B day, Mike. All right, man. All right, man. I appreciate you guys, man. It was good talking to y'all again. Yes, sir. Yes, As sir. always. All right, man. Until next time. All right, man. Y'all have a good night, man. All right, y'all too too now. All All right. right.